What's your favorite scary movie? Do you ever fantasize about damn enchiladas? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karen. Let me ask you one question. Are you having fun? We all go a little mad sometimes. Because <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> I promise you, you and I are going to have some fun. Oh, no. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Shut up, you bitch hog. Game over. Do you know, I only got around to watching this film last night. Yeah, I watched it last night too. But yeah, but you have it on DVD. Mm. Golf clap for you because physical, I mean, physical media will always We have win. two copies of it on DVD, it turns out. Where's mine? Why didn't you send it down? Because <laughs> I bought it like a couple of weeks ago. We were in CAX and I was like, oh, creep. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that being pretty good. It's what It was a you know, quid, a couple of quid, whatever. I thought, oh, I'll grab that. And then we were watching it last night, and Vic was like, um, "She just sort of mentioned, she's like, oh, this is this is mine, isn't it?'" And I was like, "No, I bought this the other week. This isn't hers. She's like, got piece of crazy." She was like, "I've, but I've got this. Why did you buy it again? I've got this." I was like, "Well, I didn't know that. I just, I just bought it. We were in the store, and I saw it, and I bought it on a whim. I wasn't really planning to, but yeah, it turns out we have, we both have a copy of it now. So fantastic. Yeah, I mean this." I, I had to get it through other means, mm-hmm. seeing as uh, folks want to know where we get our, our films from, where we watch our films. Other means on the interwebs. Um, yes. Do you know what? It's really good to have. It's a little app, little software program called uh, Private Internet Access. Um, <laughs> highly recommend it. Or you can get ExpressVPN. You know, all these great, great little services. And uh, it just magically made me get creep so i uh, managed to watch That's it last good. night but this just this just solidifies the whole argument of the, the streaming shit show that is that we live with nowadays where um i we only have shudder prime mm-hmm. netflix and disney plus yeah then yeah not on any of them now granted it probably wouldn't have been on disney plus Highly unlikely. You say on Net- that, but I watch Barbarian on Disney Plus. That w- that's that is the only place you can watch that film. Yeah. It doesn't even exist on DVD or pl- it's mad. It's, this is it's surprising that, that what is on Disney Plus. To be quite honest, but I take your point. Yeah, yeah. No creep on Netflix. I mean, Netflix's horror selection is very dire at that point. Yes. Amazon's is normally pretty good at the time because they mix with Shudder. But that's the thing. I, I even if I wasn't doing this podcast and I figured oh, I haven't watched Creep in a long time. Yeah, that's quite. Cool, I'd like to watch that. Can't watch it anywhere. I no. can't, it's actually not possible. Uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I want to now go buy this on DVD just to have it. Might want to watch it in 10 years. Yeah. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Um, there's a lot of films like that. And I think that hankers back to last week when I was talking about the Wishmaster collection that I want to get. Mm. It's nice to have it. And I also want, ever since we did the episode, one of your firsts, I want to get that 4K edition of Cannibal Holocaust. Because I oh, want it. Yeah. I just want it up there. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably won't watch it again. <laughs> no, but it's just good to have. It's like you say, it, it's, yeah, we don't we don't really own anything anymore. If you're just relying on things being on streaming services or yep. digital yeah. 
you know, things can be removed and go for games. Away. Go to yep. games too. Mm-hmm. You do if you anything you have on Steam, you don't own. You don't own it. <laughs> I own all this, <laughs> especially the older ones, which they don't. Nothing can be patched. Yeah, you know, as long as I've got a working PS2, all this is gonna work. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome, welcome, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, and ev- everyone. Have I got that right? Have I messed yeah. it up already? Yeah, everyone. yeah, everyone. Welcome Everyone's back to the welcome. Dreadcast, episode 73. Oh, you nailed it. Only because... Are you, are you, is that right, though? Is it 73? I'm going to double check. Because, because, I mean, I was... you said that with such confidence. <laughs> I but did. But are we going to get oh, a retraction <laughs> next week when you go, actually? <laughs> um, actually, um, it's actually uh, 117. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. It Once is again, we don't 73! Know. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we do. 73, yeah, we do. because I was doing, I was finishing nice. the artwork for My Bloody Valentine this morning, and it mm. was 72. So, yes, welcome back to the Dragcast episode 73. And Tom, the clean-shaven Aiden. Hello. Oh, that works! That works! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that in your little bio now at the bottom. Smooth, can, smooth as a baby seal. Yeah, smooth as a Craighead. <laughs> um yes and uh today's episode it's a very special t- episode today because we're going to be talking about radiohead's seminal song uh creep <laughs> yes not right uh, yeah no we are we're talking about the, oh no uh, no it's tlc we're doing tlc sorry, no, the TLC sorry, sorry T- we're gonna be not nice. version because they're different songs but yeah. we're gonna be it's... doing probably an hour and a half review on a three minute song so uh really in-depth really in-depth uh, review no I'm just, we're just joshing you we're doing the uh the, kelly clarkson the, version is there a kelly there clarkson? Is a, there's kelly clarkson i mean kelly clarkson has a song called creep as does prince i mean i'm not i don't know if these are all variations of one or the other song i know but, i yeah. know i know we're past it now but kelly clarkson has a banger christmas song oh really oh what all right what? What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not what, like, what? <laughs> Sorry, my finger isn't on the pulse of what Kelly Clarkson's doing. <laughs> well, I thought I knew what you were, what I was signing you up for. I thought I knew you. No, this we'll be talking. Slowly going to morph into a <laughs> Kelly Clarkson podcast. <laughs> no, we're not talking about the songs today, and we're not talking about the 2014 horror movie called Creep. No, which. Nowadays, a lot of people. I've I've, I've said to a few. Every people that, time I've mentioned to people over the last week, yes. so, oh, what, what's the next episode of the pod? What are you doing for the podcast next? It's been creep, but not that one. Yep, but not that one because this yeah. one somehow just drifted aside, and this the 2014 creeps sort of took over in people's minds. Of mm-hmm. oh, when you say that word in horror aspect, in horror context, that's what they think of. Because yeah. there's a sequel as well to it, I believe. 2000. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, two, two I've never seen. I've never seen them either. I've only seen very good. this one. They are very good. The today. first one is certainly. I definitely remember. I've definitely seen that one. I don't. I'm pretty sure I've seen the sequel. But yeah, worth a watch, mate. Definitely P- check them out. POV. Um, is it there a POV? Oh God, it's a while since I've watched it. It's sort of found footage. I think. Okay. Okay. It's found footage. Um. If I remember rightly, and apologies if anybody's going like, no, that's not what happened. Um, um, actually, you're wrong. It's it's like a video diary of uh, a serial killer, basically. 
So mm. they, they find these tapes. Um, or, no, is it a video diary? No, I think it's somebody coming to interview him. God, it's a while since I've watched it, actually. I might be one to, to have another crack at, because it's a while since I've seen it. But yeah, it is found <laughs> footage. I can't remember just what the framing devices of the found footage is, whether it's uh, somebody making a documentary and going to meet this guy, or whether mm. it's this guy's sort of video diary. <clears throat> okay, um, okay. And it's... I can't remember if it's like a dating thing, or it's an interview thing, but... Yeah, the, the, the titular creep um, is, yeah, just a, a guy that sort of, as the film goes on, is getting steadily sort of weirder and a little bit more full-on and potentially angry, violent. Um, but yeah, it's a good watch, definitely. And then the sequel picks up, I think, almost immediately where the second one ends. Is he a creep? He's, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh what <laughs> shocking oh there we go okay so this is a brief well just just quickly a brief yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. aaron answers an online ad and drives to a stranger's house to film him for the day the man wants to make a movie for his unborn child but his requests become more bizarre as the day goes along okay so yeah there is a it's a it's a it's a sort of document found footage documentary style we... and this guy is yeah oh, slightly man. unhinged Shall we we could we could have done a month of creep creeps creep creep two creep show creep show, <laughs> creep show. <laughs> oh we should have done the creep month that we didn't do that now <laughs> maybe more than a month if it's creep 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 two creep show creep show two creep show three yeah <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> okay scrap the future schedule. <laughs> So, folks, you know about all those new series we've been planning. Um, we're not going to be doing Treehouse of Horror anymore, or the Raven-sized coffin. We are go moving into creep territory until we have done all of the creeps, <laughs> all of them, yes, and the songs and the Kelly Clark and, and the songs. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, um, 2004 creep. Um, uh, this was your pick. Uh, by the way, before we get into it, do you have anything to bring to the table? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, me too. I, d I don't know what it is, but I know we're, we're not journalists. We don't have time to be journalists or no. research horror. Busy. Yeah, research horror news 24-7. Like I said, folks, just go to bloodydisgusting.com, okay? Yeah. If you want the horror news, we'd, we'd pretty much copy and paste it into here anyway. So I mean, it is, um, yeah. True. The only thing that kind of stood out to me as of late was that, obviously, there's a sequel to Megan, Ray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it, obviously, but not looking forward to it. Um, neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's been moved to May next year, so sorry, folks. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer for our hot take on that. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, I don't know I don't know what it is. It just... Uh, I don't know. The, the, the horror... New, maybe, maybe, like I said, not looking into it as much, but there's not been anything really... Um, in in your face too much about big horror news at the moment. Yeah, like big no, releases. I mean, I... Um, it's not really the time of the year. It doesn't. It doesn't really feel like. Yeah, I appreciate that. I can fairly safely say I've not yeah. just not been looking. I've not really had an eye out for things. No, that's but fine. That's fine. By the same token, I, I agree. I don't think there's been anything big enough to no, just sort of you know filter it because I'm, I'm still following you know 
various other horror accounts and things on social media and stuff. So you think if there was something big, it would have it would have drifted across my my radar. I'm sure. But well, yeah. we are we are not a horror news podcast. We uh, I don't even want to say we review movies. We talk about them. We, we watch them, them and we give our opinions. Well, that's it. Very simple. Here and there, we'll sprinkle in some news that we copy and paste some bloody disgusting. Yeah. But yeah. Just um, we, we find stuff out. So, just before we do get into it as well, um, last week's episode... Hang on. I'm just trying to think ahead in the future by the time this releases. So, last week, we had a double feature because um, Busy Life got them out at the same time. We had The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, the brand new series on this, sh- this show. Yep. Great fun. Great fun discussion. Discussing the first two tree houses of horror. And every month we'll be doing the next two and so on. So next month in March we'll be doing three and four. Four and five, so on. So and following and that five, that <laughs> three and four, off. not three, four, then four, five, then five, six. <laughs> three and four, then five and six. <laughs> That's one, Aiden. You only get two more. Okay. <laughs> You talk back to me like that, okay? I, I don't <laughs> you care. only get two more. <laughs> get it right. Just get it right. Go start your own channel. Um, uh, Fine, I will. <laughs> With blackjack and, and hookers. hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! That would actually be quite fun. Um, but forget the horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on top of that, we also have the My Bloody Valentine 3D from 2009 um, remake episode that got released. Um, so there was a bit of a double feature. Release last weekend. Again, I'm trying to think of the future. Last weekend, yep. you can go back and listen to them. Um, yeah, check them out. Give them a like. Give them all that. Give them all that like, upbeat, positive jazz. Yes, um, like, share, push, and subscribe. Push it, please. Push, push it, push it. Spread it, spread it with the world. Um, send, um, send your opinions in to the Dreadcast Podcast at gmail.com. That's the ticket because it's gathering yeah. dust balls, and it costs a lot to have an email account. You know, it's, so yeah, it's really draining the resources. More so, energy. It costs a lot to click the mouse to swap yeah. my account to the drink. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, we got a horror movie to talk about today. Now, I this horror movie specifically, I'm really glad you picked because I've only ever seen it once. Okay. And it was around the time I was in sixth form. Sixth form? No, doing my GCSEs. So 2004, mm-hmm. around that time. And it's one of those ones when you're young and you see the trailer on TV and you're like, whoa, that looks cool and interesting because the main point of that is because it's set in London, in the uh-huh. underground, which to me, I mean, you're obviously up more north, to yep. me is incredibly grounded in reality. I mean... That's fair. The first, I can't remember, the first time I watched this, I mean, I, I must have been, it was a few years after it came out, so I think yes, I, I would have been 22, 23-ish, I think, yep. so it was maybe like three or four years after it came out. Um, but about a fortnight or so after I saw it, I went to London for, oh. not the first time, but the first time as an adult by myself and not, yeah. you know, like a, a trip with my parents or anything. And I was with uh, I was with a friend of mine. Uh, we'd gone to see a, we'd gone to a gig. We'd gone to see a gig, and we we went down into the underground into the tube, 
and I was kind of looking around. It was a fairly empty platform, and I sort of <laughs> went, "Have you ever seen Creep?" <laughs> And my I friend went, shut up, why did you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> always think about it. Always think about it. Because there's not many. There's not many. I can never think of, while I was watching, any other horror films that really focus on the underground in general. The London underground. No. Um, but, weirdly, yeah. there is. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm not going to be able to find it now, which is annoying. But I've oh, no. just, just searching for this. And there is a website that I think documents all media that is set on the London Underground. Um, that actually sounds really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it, was, it was... Oh, God. I'll, I'll keep looking for that as uh, as we, we chat along. Yeah, yeah, I, do, do, do. When I really look, I can't remember exactly what I searched for to find it, but when I do, I will uh, we'll have a look, a look at that. But yeah, um, no, there's nothing that springs to mind there's something about i mean there's nothing else that springs to mind that's set in any sort of underground metro train i mean are there any new york subway horror movies there's got to be well that's the thing like you have to be very specific because you have to say like set like focused in yeah yeah yeah. not just like a scene there is a scene no talking like the whole premise of the film is in and around the i don't know i honestly don't know it's a good i mean maybe it's it maybe it's some research we should have done before this Probably, but, um, but hey if you know folks send it, all, send it on into uh dreadcast podcast and do the work for us uh it'd be really helpful to have a look um or you could aiden could just type it out now while I i'm googling it now i'll yeah. pander to the crowd so yes i i um I like you. I probably a couple of years after I saw this because mm-hmm. it was similar to when I saw the saw the saw, first Saw trailer. I remember I was in DT at school, design technology, basically like woodwork, and I remember someone on the on the CRT computer there bringing it up and like look, look at this, look at this, look, it's crazy. Look at this horror film. Whoa! So I had that similar same feeling as a young kid. It's it's kind of like how nowadays you see a trailer like that. Okay, you can find all the information you want about it. You could probably even find the film, like a rip or whatever, or an illegal download. Back then, you got no information. It was kind of once you saw that trailer, that was all you got. You had to try. You'd get fan fan theories. Maybe you'd coming up with theories yourself. What the film was about. You wouldn't be able to see it because you weren't old enough. Um, I remember my dad. uh, I used to he used to get me free DVDs for a tenner from the guy down the pub. Uh, with uh, made-up printed like A4 slip covers in the cases. Um, nice. I remember my first Devil's Rejects co- um, uh, copy was really bad. It was like a cam rip. But you don't get that nowadays. No. And that, that that had a bit of thrill and excitement to it. And Creep is one of those films because I remember me and a few other friends who were big into horror, we, we couldn't get it anywhere. Couldn't mm-hmm. find it anywhere. And it was, we wanted it so badly because, you know, we'd been to London a lot. I used to live... And I was drive from London. Yeah. On the motorway. Um, so I've been to London quite a bit when I was younger. And the tube is, it's, like I said, it's so grounded in reality to me. I know that tube station. I know the tube. The tube in yeah. general. So it feels like, whoa, this, this and is And it's setting up, this is a real, it's Charing yep. Cross, isn't it? It's not a fictional tube station. Oh, yeah. it's, that's where it's, they got their, that's where all the money went. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring out Charing Cross. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Doing the hard work so we don't have to. Oh, um, have you done something, Ace? <laughs> IMDb has 
uh, or somebody's put together a, an IMDb list for specifically Subway Horror. Um, I'm excited. Now, Creep is number two on the list. What? Number one is 2008, The Midnight Meat Train, starring uh, Vinnie Vinny John Jones. Hang on. And... Wait, wait. No, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. I knew Vinnie Jones was in it. Did you just say Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper's in it as well. Brooke Shh. Shields is also Shut. in it. Shut your ass. <laughs> um, there is something called Deathline from 1972. <laughs> uh, the end of the line from 2007. But then the rest of the list, I'd argue, isn't fully set on subways. They probably just have okay. scenes that are... So, like, Cloverfield is on that list. Friday no. the 13th Part 8 is on the list. American Werewolf in London. Oh, Friday the 13th Part 8, it's on it for, like, 20 seconds yeah, where he shoves the woman I down. mean, he's only in Manhattan for, yeah. like, two minutes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the rest of the list, I'm saying, I think they're stretching it a little bit. So, it goes yeah. back to what we were saying, that I don't think there's a... I think it's a, a bit of an untapped location for a horror film i don't think there's a lot in my opinion it works oh yeah if it's done if it's done right though because there are a lot of issues with this film in the plot the plot mm. um storytelling the writing for sure but the way the way thing the way things work especially the the way the tube system works is mm. and i don't mean this in a oh, actually the tube is the wrong train no no in that sense they got the right train on the right platform Although there's a part where she sits on the train and it goes for about 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. She should have been a lot further away from the station she walked back yeah. to. So, mm -hmm. whatever. But no, they got it all right. It's like in a, a Bond film. I remember they, they got a, a, well, a Daniel Craig ones. They got the train wrong. Like It was, oh, okay. the, wrong, it was the wrong line. Oh, wrong, that, yeah, like yeah. that train would not be at that station. It's on mm -hmm. a different line. But no, everything's right here. Everything's right. The station is not a set, like you said. It's the real station. But there's a few problems with. I mean, let's let's get into the story. It's a very simple what? story. It's a very it simple story. Um, our main lead, Kate, uh, is at a party at the beginning at, at the start of the film, and she has to leave the party because she's going to interview or meet up with George Clooney. I I, she, I don't know if she states what she's, uh, she's trying to get into his remember. pants. That's for sure. <laughs> I think at this at this point, this party scene, I was googling who the various cast members were. Yes, because there was a lot of like, oh, they're familiar. Oh, they're familiar. Basically, everybody that appears on the screen in the first like five ten city. minutes, I was like, oh, I recognise them. Why do I recognise them? Um, so I, yeah, there was something about George Clooney, but I don't yeah. Know. So she leaves the said party. She wants to go, uh, say, interview George Clooney to get there. She I mean, can't. It's probably that. It's probably that. Um, looks to hail a cab, can't get one, even though no what that is not anyone's first option in London to hail a cab. It is mm. the tube is the first option or a bus. Uh takes goes down to get the tube. The last train is in like eight minutes. Sits on the platform, has a little uh, mini, I'd say vodka on her. Yeah. Takes a swig, takes another, falls asleep very quickly. Makes eye contact with somebody eating noodles. Yeah, and gives him gives him the uh, the look in a rather like intense way. Poor guy. This guy's guy just enjoying his food. Just having his little takeaway. <laughs> and um, uh, I actually like how this works. The transition of it, it doesn't cut. She falls asleep, but mm. then the camera then pans around to 
give the impression that all this time has passed, maybe an yep. hour or two has passed, that she has fallen asleep, missed mm-hmm. the last train, and she is locked down there. She's locked down there, and basically from here onwards, the horror starts to begin for her. She is trapped in the underground with an unknown entity. Yeah, of, um, of, although we don't know that yet. We don't know and, that yet, no. And one th- I think this film does a really good job of hiding the creep. Agreed. Or, or Craig, Agreed. As, as we find out <laughs> he's, he's called. Um, yes, for Craig. For quite a long time, it does, it does a really good job, I think, of just there's a lot of just subtle skittering in the background, a few weird noises and things like that. POV but it's not shots. immediately apparent to... Um, the players we as yeah. the audience know that there's something going on because obviously we there's a there's a little prologue scene as well that we've not mentioned we've skipped over well it, with the two sewer of, workers oh of course sorry i thought i also before that i thought when you said prologue scene i, I was thinking of the opening credit crawl which is again very similar to last week's with my bloody valentine which is also the opening uh mm. prologue which is also very important to the film yeah there's an opening, it's very blurry, you know, the opening credits here, yeah. which is kind of inferring what's happening with the film. It's not really that clear. Yes, the opening credits, uh, it's kind of us, you're set up to, oh, there's something on the ground with the two sewage workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might, I, I am putting it out here now. This film is canonically sequel to the, in the Only Fools and Horses um, universe. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> it's not but i'm saying it is because one of the sewage workers is the shadow from an episode of only fools and horses where they get stuck in a robbery of the supermarket and the robber is called is the it shadow. really it's him ken, he's called the ken shadow campbell um the, b- 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 i think it's ken uh, campbell that plays him let me have a look let me have a look he's he's an awful robber uh no uh, Va- vast blackwood oh he's the shadow <laughs> It's great. It's a great oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant the other guy. Um, when you thinking, because the other chap's a lot older, isn't he? When yes, the old guy, his boss. Um, but it, yeah, Vast Blackwood is. Uh, I knew him from Mean Machine. Yep, and <laughs> that's, Lockstock. That's where. Yep. And he's also in Lockstock as well. But I don't. I can't remember Lockstock. Mean Machine well. is so good. Is in Mean Machine? Is he the guy that can get you anything? He's like he ends up being Vinnie Jones's like right hand man, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the team's coach and stuff. I can't remember like if that's his actual prison role. It's a cracking um, film, but yeah, it is. It's very good. But anyway, yeah, that's where I, that's where I knew him from. So yes, our, our little prologue scene with the two sewage workers, um, Bass Blackwood, um, who we just mentioned, playing George, 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 and his boss Arthur. Yep, they're down in the sewers. Um, and they discover a new tunnel, whereas Arthur's been down there for decades. New tunnel. Yeah. And th- this thing, this has always interested me about London in general, that there there have got to be so many abandoned tunnels down there that I, I imagine oh, yeah, the whole they're... of London is just, it's like a city of tunnels underneath it. Yeah, there just, will be. Old yeah. stations and things like that. I think you see some, can't you? When you're actually I've been on to the one. train, you go through old you go past old stations and things. I've been on a tour. I've been on a tour of an abandoned, uh, not abandoned, okay. but a disused one called uh, Aldwych, which is mm-hmm. on the Strand. And you go down, you can go down there, see the old trains, see the old like uh, posters on the walls. Yeah, yeah, they're fascinating. And you can also do um, the Royal Mail tour, where they have the trains underneath that 
Oh, well. okay. Yeah, yeah. But so they discover a new tunnel, um, which has clearly been, um, shall we say, it was always there before, but it was bricked up. And then yeah, it's bricked destroyed. up, but there's a there's a there's now a hole in the yeah brickwork. Um, and uh, Arthur meets his uh, meets his maker in this mm-hmm. tunnel. We don't see how. George finds him, and we get a we get a, we ends up with a cheap little jump scare. Mm-hmm. Now this 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 little jump scare kind of because the they don't really do jump scares in this film. They the no. jump scares are actually done, I think, quite well. Similar to what you said about how we only see the, we see the creep scattering around here and there. The jump scares are done well because there's no audio blaring in your face. Yeah, really good. Apart from this one. Apart from this one, mm. where this he hears a scuttering, a scuttling into the side, and there's a woman just runs to woman with bloody face runs towards him, and then we cut to the credit, the opening title. But this, this yeah. kind of confused me as to who is this woman, why is she down there? We never really come back to it. We see her body later on. Yeah, I think I think what it is is she comes, she's covered in blood and screaming, and she comes lurching out of the gloom, but then she gets dragged back. So I yep. think she's she's another just another victim that happens to be down there at this moment, and that's we that we're seeing sort of her getting captured. Um, but yeah, it's that yeah, like you said, there is no explanation. The I had a real sort of Mandela effect with this film because oh. I we watched it, and me and me and my girlfriend Vic, we both watched it last night. And both of us said that we had distinct memories of there being more of an explanation as to who the creep is and how he ends up down there. Me too. Now, right. I, I remember I fun. I remember his name was Craig, and I always mm-hmm. remember when I was younger laughing at that. Oh, he's called Craig. <laughs> That's not scary. Because it's such a normal name. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? just, yeah. And I, I remember the the plot point of they're sort of like a underground medical facility where they were testing on kids yeah but this film and i know this was my last note there's little to no verbal exposition in this film oh no none whatsoever there's not like a third act um exposition scene where we get a flashback like craig was born here and then this happened and then the psycho doctor there's none of that we're we're led to think for ourselves well, this is the thing, and I watched um, when it finished. We were both like, "Hang on a minute," because we both had like, we were sure that there was like a yeah. major exposition scene, possibly like an old videotape that was That's something like that, right? Okay. Now, so having the DVD, checked out the extras to see if there were any deleted scenes or or alternate scenes that would explain it. There was an alternate beginning proposed. And an alternate ending proposed. Now, the alternate ending would have been a long, uh, a long drawn out battle between Craig and Kate yeah. underneath a subway train. Um, underneath mo- the train. Yeah, basically what? underneath the sub moving That's moving train train. In they'd be like fighting in some sort of uh, like maintenance pit or. Whatever, oh anyway. yeah 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 okay. Um, I think they called something like suicide pits. Um, yeah, you're right. They, well, they fall off, and you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they'd be fighting in that. Uh, I guess it would have been too big of a budget type of thing to film, so they didn't do it. But the alternate, the proposed alternate ending was going to be in the in the medical room that we see later on, or in that facility. 
a bunch of doctors frantically like mm -hmm. removing the kids um people burning documents and basically the whole operation whatever it was shutting down yeah and as they like left and the wall was bricked up we'd see a young craig hiding okay. under a under a cupboard um which may be what's the what the blurry imagery of the opening credits is it might be that that's that's what we see um, while you're talking but anyway they, they didn't use it because yeah. and the reason the, the director mm. the i can't remember the name director's name um christopher smith um the reason he gave that they didn't do this is that they didn't want to um give or make you too sympathetic about craig as a because as, he's supposed to be this you know killer yeah. horrible yeah cannibal implied i guess um and they thought that like seeing sort of how he came to be in this predicament would be a little bit you know they'd, they'd create too much sympathy for the for the character um but i would have absolutely sworn blind put money on the fact that there was some big ditto videotape recording or they find a file or something or other and it's not it's just implied in in the scenery that we see these, you know, th there is a medical room and we see yeah. these documents, uh, you know. Uh, see fetuses and jars on the wall. And, like... Yeah, name tags of, of uh, patients and things. Um, but yeah, my, my memory of it is 100% that there was more uh, yeah. more exposition and a, an explanation as to how we was down there. Completely um, agree. So I was, it really confused me when it wasn't there. <laughs> so I'm, while you were discussing, I'm watching the the intro, the blurry intro, just on mute, and it's I mean it's really hard to yeah understand what's happening. But there's it's mostly blurry blurry imagery from that medical facility, that, the two rooms. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, you can see the tiles on the floors, blood, the surgery surgeon scrubs, and whatnot but it's really hard to if you watch that if you if you were like right i need to pay attention to this from the yeah. get-go i still don't think you'd get an impression of what it was or what was going to happen no okay um but it's really interesting though that you also think that there was yeah. a scene like that as well yeah i was so waiting for it <laughs> that's three of us that's three of us that have basically just infilled these blanks in in our heads that that yeah it's, it's for scenes that aren't there i also quite like that though because as I much mean, as i was waiting for it there's n there's no um i don't know say say they got out of the tube mm -hmm. end of the second act and they found the doctor they found his name they found the doctor mm -hmm. went knocking and the doctor's like who's there don't don't come in don't i don't i won't take visitors yeah. and then they they sit down with him and he's like decades ago we had this we we were doing experiments under blah 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 yeah, yeah. and they look at each other like, oh it was him craig and craig's followed them there and he kills the doctor yeah he, i mean it ruined it it, it had given too much it. away definitely you, you, it had given too much away and it's it, it certainly adds to the horror it not being explained or it does. you know it's just it's just what you infer from from the the set and from the scenery and stuff like that, but it's just really interesting that I think the three it's of really us have, have all misremembered the film basically because I, I would have 
I can see it. Claire is there thinking about it. I can see. I can see this happening. And I thought there was a lot more in that medical facility with me too. um, A torture scene and 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 stuff like that. I mean, what happens is really quite brutal. Oh, it's. I don't remember that. I did not remember (laughs) that part, and that was very brutal. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, again, I remember there being more, and it being almost like a. He's attempting to breed or something like that. There was like a subplot of him trying to find a mate, essentially. So maybe there's another film out there that I'm like combining. But yeah, it's odd, odd. It's fascinating though. Fascinating Mm. that we both think, we all think that. I mean, I guess, I think that's probably what the filmmaker's intent was. So, you know, kudos, I guess. Well done. Yeah. You've, uh, You've managed to do a lot of, a lot more storytelling without really doing anything there, which is, which is great, you know, sure don't tell. So yeah, back to the, the, the film, the film itself, um, our lead Kate, she, uh, she's a heavy sleeper apparently. Really because sleeper, my yeah. god if you've ever been on the london underground and i think i think a lot of underground stations would would have this this sort of feeling they are loud mm. when a train pulls in you also get the 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 wind you know when the train's yeah. coming down the tunnel because it's pushing the wind down the tunnel and that's mm-hmm. what you know it's coming how the hell she fell asleep and this train the last train did not wake her up like mm. she was out she is out um, it's not implied as to how long she's been asleep for, but um, the, does the film end up? The film ends in the morning, right? Right yeah. at the end, so people, yeah, yeah. Are, the first train's coming in now. Normally, that's about five five thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, this whole film happens around the space of span of, I mean, last train's probably half twelve one, one yeah. in the morning for three to four hours this film yeah. happens um but yeah it just baffled baffled me that was one of the first notes i took how much of a deep sleeper and and this was what i was saying earlier about inconsistencies with the way these stations and stuff act mm-hmm. excuse me um no no one checked the platform yeah no one checked it yeah, yeah. I mean, Vic, Vic was saying this as we're watching it. She's like, oh, as if, as if nobody could check. As if this, as if that. And I was like, well, you know, you've got to suspend a little bit of disbelief because well, it's moving at the end but, of the day. And if it, if that, if she doesn't fall asleep on the train, I mean, you know, on the platform and nobody's, there's no movie. Come on. No. So. And the suspending of disbelief also comes back into question later on where she speaks to the nighttime supervisor who is a knobhead. Yes. Um, so that shows there was some, there is someone working at that station, the same station. Oh yeah, she's on the camera. Yeah, doesn't doesn't see her. Presumably doesn't... watched her. Well, or was watching her asleep and thinking she's going to miss her last train. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, I, I'm not trying to go here and there, here and there. We'll carry on with the film. F- stories like this, I find, I need a reason why this is happening. All these incidents are happening on this night. Why this night? Okay. Mm. Why is because it's it's not just innocent people. Innocent people. Tube drivers are getting wrecked here as well. Oh yeah. Okay? yeah. This is a national emergency the next morning. Yeah. This is a 
big yeah, the, issue. Like, yeah, how, that has this not happened well. before? Has this not happened a few nights before? Like, why this night? I mean, presumably it has. I mean, we don't know how long because we we later find that George, from the beginning, the sewer worker, yeah. has been captured and you know held. Craig the creep has half a dozen like cages basically that he's he, he keeps people in. Um, and Craig George is still up. Craig the creep. <laughs> um, and George is still alive. Uh, yeah, George is still alive. Yeah, he's uh, fine. When when Kate later on gets captured herself so it can't be more than i mean a couple of days at the couple absolute days. most yeah yeah that he he got captured um yeah it, it is an odd one because you've got to kind of assume that he's been uh, craig that is has been active all the time he, he, he must have must have mm -hmm, been because mm -hmm. he's survived for however long so and we we know that there are there's been other victims because there's the the jump scare woman from earlier on yeah but yeah i know what you mean it's just it does seem to be sort of all of a sudden and like you say there's there's a uh, well the security guard gets killed um the train a train driver gets killed um yeah you know that'd be like it's not just like it's homeless people and and no. sort of random people going missing so but it's like it's either for some reason Craig has just decided to go really extra that night and properly go out of his way yeah. or there's a lot of like unreported murders happening or you know disappear i mean people do go missing and it doesn't always get reported they do. i guess but we also don't see many like they enter a room and there's a pot it's like the body room you know mm. all these people that got missing here they are because craig's been taking them there's yeah. nothing that really like that so it's no it really is more of a case of this is happening tonight craig's going ham on people tonight yeah okay <laughs> um yeah i i don't i know it's very nitpicky but i just why why no, I think tonight? I think it's a fair comment. I think it's a fair comment. There's not, like you say, there's not really enough visual evidence that he's been active for a long time. I mean, the, the homeless, the, the homeless. There's a there's a couple of homeless characters. A couple have. Uh, I think they. Jimmy and Jimmy um, and I can't it, remember the lady. I think she's name. called Woman on the credits. <laughs> yeah, the credits are doesn't name her, but the credits are bad. Like, I think I feel it's something like Ella. Or oh Emma no, sorry, or, it's Mandy. It's Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Okay. Mandy, yeah, Jimmy and Mandy, yeah. Jim. So Jim actually does say when... Uh, so to go, to go back to where we are in the story, she wakes up, She she's missed the last train, she goes running around the station basically looking yes, for yes. A, a way out, looking for somebody to help her. And she... Uh, well, she finds a dog <laughs> uh, that leads her into a little maintenance hatch, um, which is where Jimmy and Mandy have been... Like we're living presumably mm, mm. um and she offers jimmy money to take her to where the security guard is to help her get out and he because uh, at this point she feels like she's oh she's well, she's being attacked hasn't she will go we'll, well, well we we have to talk about her and guy we'll, the little yes, we'll the little situation that. with the oh um, that really annoyed me that that scene but to get to my point jimmy does yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. does make a point i uh, does tell her a story that oh homeless people have been going missing and then he turns around and says that he's joking so the only sort of you think ah oh, well okay there has been something like preying on the homeless community and and what have you 
but he's he's telling fibs. So yeah, we don't really get any evidence as to yeah to to why now and why it started, unless it's just that station's turn. Presumably, he's been operating on other station. Maybe he's you know this. Wow. Because we never really find out. We know that the 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 entrance into the Charing Cross side of things is new, hmm. but we don't know just how sort of extensive his little access points to various other sewers and tunnels is. Yeah, the the thing with that, like this again, all hangs back to why now. Okay, hmm. if if you if we go with the the idea of okay, it's this station now. We'd see later on, Craig has somewhat set himself up a little home base, a little room for himself in an abandoned old station like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. on, which I guess is close to Charing Cross. So maybe he, I don't know, maybe it, it's left your interpretation, this film. Like we I said, mean, he's just chucking bits left... into the sewer system because he can access the sewer tunnels. Yeah, yeah. Where he is. Yeah, it leaves, a, it, it leaves a lot open to interpretation, I guess, or, you know, make your own mind up about it. And we and and like uh, we said at the beginning with the prologue, where he captures, uh, kills Arthur, captures George, and we see the woman trying to escape Craig. Where did this lady come from? Yeah, we, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. Is, no. But I, I don't know. I feel, I know there's there is the case for the argument case for a lot of people do go missing. Mm. But if a lot of people go missing in the same area, tube area, that that kind of brings a lot more questions into it. Okay, we need to check this out. Yeah, it could. I mean, it could have been addressed as well. Like when she, you know, when Kate leaves the party and she's going to get a cab, and she says, "Like, oh, you know, there's no cab." Yeah, I'm going for the tube. There could have been like a some line of dialogue about, well, you know, be careful because people catching the tube late last have been gone missing, last yeah. seen catching the tube late at night round here, or um, there could have been sort of a. A little, a little feed in there to say what was, what was going on. But like you say, I mean, you're taking at face value. I guess it's, it sort of just comes out of nowhere. Um, that... Unless it's a, a chain reaction case because of, because of what happens, which we should get into with Guy and Kate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yep. Kate is left on. She, like you said, she's trying to see if there's an exit out. Every, every exit is locked. She's stuck in the station, and then a train, train pulls up. Right. Which even that in itself is a bit weird. Now, I, yes. unless I just don't understand, because that has a driver in it, an official driver. Yeah. But he pulls up, it stops, and the doors, and the doors open, open, and it's supposed in. to be it's supposed to be past the last train. Yeah. Which is a really supposed... weird. Because he would so, have seen her there, the driver. He would have seen yeah. her on the platform. So. Uh-huh. Well, no, actually, because the trains. She she hears it. She's trying the gates and things, and she hears the train. Oh, she yes, runs yes, back yes, down yes, 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 yes. and jumps on it. But the train is still scheduled to stop there, and there's not supposed to be any more trains running mm. because it does stop and the doors open. We see Kate jump on, and then we see in the background a blurred something yeah. jumping on as well, um, which ends up ends up being Guy, a, a gentleman from the party at the beginning, mm. who is a is an idiot to begin with he is a very simple man who thinks no means yes which we'll get into yes. in a minute but even just from work work verbally where she's like i would rather be anywhere but with you he's like so you're saying there's a chance 
basically. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah. Um, ends up being him. But how did he get into the station? Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, we, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, tell I'm me, Aiden, sure. how did he... I'm just trying to find where it is. Because she hasn't met the homeless guys at this point, has she? No, she had. Uh, she met one homeless guy outside before she got the tube, uh, which she just basically was a bitch to. Um, I mean, she buys the travel card off Mandy. Yes. Um, For twenty pounds. Yes, I do. Like she throw. I mean, she throws money at every problem. Does Kate throughout the movie? <laughs> so she, when she's Craig. trying to buy a ticket, and there's the snooty woman behind her that just wants her to get out of the way and hurry up, and the the homeless girl offers. The travel card. Do you want to buy a travel card? One pound fifty. And she's like, I'll give you twenty quid. Like, twenty quid for it. <laughs> and then she chucks a hundred pounds around to try and get what she's just used to just paying for some problems to go away like all the time. Um yeah. I just want to say actually just around this bit we see um that uh, there's a lot of the shots of Kate yeah. are sort of like like we're in somebody's point of view. Yes, they sort of like half hidden behind walls or sort of peeping up over the escalator steps and things like that. I think it's shot really well. I think it gives you. I didn't take it as it being. We are definitely seeing somebody's point of view here. No. I took it as just being sort of cinema, uh, cinematography choices, but it yeah, worked really well to convey that um, sort of impression that she's being watched. Um. Yeah. Yeah, just talking about guy. Um, guy he uh, yeah he, he says that they're locked in for the night um so he does cocaine about it yeah and tries to sexually assault have his it. way with her yeah mm. um yeah have his way with her and then well at the same time though where the, he's trying to have his way with her in the center part of the carriage where there's no seats so where the, near where the doors are mm. but the doors open the doors open yeah, but the doors this, are randomly open. At this point, the train had already been stopped. Does the the yeah the train sets off and then it stops, and, and then he yeah he had killed the driver, and he appears, um, guy he being guy appears with the light on his head and sort of yeah. scaring her. Ah, um, <laughs> jinx. It, yeah, turns out to be him. Yeah, and then the doors just randomly open, and that's it. Um, he gets he gets dragged off. Yeah, he gets uh, dragged s- underneath underneath yeah. the train. Yeah, we hear him screaming, um, and he emerges bloody. Sort of pulls himself up to tell Kate to run. Um, why, why, you fool? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in a scene very reminiscent of Gandalf fighting the Balrog. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he does. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Poor um, man's uh, Gandalf and Balrog. And she, a lot more cocaine, rapey Gandalf. Yeah, um, yeah, and she she hightails it along the train and out the door and back along the track to the station. Yeah, she runs to the back of the train, um, and then she's in the uh, driver's area at the back of the train. You can see under the door, and there's someone there. Yeah, so she hightails it out. Now, this is the point I said earlier, where the camera pans the camera. The next shot, of the camera work is oh, there's the station. It's just there. Mm. She's been on this train for a good 10 seconds at least or so mm-hmm. with it moving. And they go pretty fast. I would give it 40, 40 miles an hour, maybe 30, 40 mm. miles an hour. So she's, she would have gone pretty far. Yeah. Um, And it's right there. It's about a 30 yeah. second walk. 
But I mean, given the amount of footage of people running around in dark tunnels in this film, I'm I can forgive them for not having another extended scene of somebody suppose, running down yeah. a dark tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I get. I get it. I mean, you're right. It is. It is. She is suddenly. It's almost like the train hasn't moved. No, not she's, at all. She's suddenly back there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm willing to let it slide. Given that, if if I have a big criticism of this film, it is there is a lot of footage running of just people running around in dark tunnels. But in a movie set on the underground, you, you can't really criticize too much for that because what else is it going to be? Um, but it's at, yeah, it's at this point when she meets the dog, isn't it? And uh, and and hooks up with the. You know that dog got credit at the end. Did it really? Yeah, I can't remember his I name. Mean, I was looking for it, and yeah, he had a little credit. At the end. Good. Ray the dog. Yeah. <laughs> playing uh, a strapper playing Ray the dog. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> good on him. He was a good little. He was a good little boy. Well, it was implied at one point that he gets killed. Uh, it was. I was really upset. <laughs> I was really upset, but also kind of like Ooh, the, the dog actually dies in this, but then he he doesn't. He You're all right, know. folks. He does come back. Um, Strapper is also known for uh, is known for Creep 2004 and Divorcing Jack in 1998. So there you go. Two little credits under his belt. Two big hitters right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um yeah the the, the, the bit the scene with Guy though is where I I noted down. I didn't know exactly what he said, but the his his writing the writing for him was so bad. Mm. I mean it it may as well have been no means yes kate you want this don't you yes you do i yeah. want it it's going to happen the writing was horrific the writing is so yeah bad i mean it places. is yeah the lights go off and they're locked in there's like we're locked in for the night so take your dress off yeah because i've already started unzipping so you know mm. what that means yeah not a very nice man no no and he gets uh he gets what's oh and that, yeah but uh, he gets what's what coming to him in a way because of what he did but then as we as as you mentioned earlier kate meets our homeless couple <coughs> and they go back to the platform and she wants to help him oh yeah 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 and, and all the Jimmy, while Jimmy is like he he tried to rape you he tried to rape, you know he's he's you know we have to help threat, him threatening himself yeah, she she does go out of her way to try and help him, um, and we get a a good close up shot of the the mess of his back, his his wound on his yeah. His, he looks like up. he's been repeatedly stabbed. Um, that really bothered me. Where she was, she wanted to help her rapist. Yeah, like we're uh, we're we're kind of all in this together, but at the same time, you're a scumbag. Yeah. who tried to sexually assault me in a vulnerable state mm-hmm. um screw you <laughs> you can you can stay there um and this is the same platform right this is the same platform at charing cross where she was at the beginning uh, yeah i think so uh, and, and... yeah and this is where she presses the emergency button to speak to our supervisor mm-hmm. why didn't she press that to begin with well i i don't know this is again because she goes off and meets Jimmy and Mandate, pays fifty pound to be for him to lead her, yeah, or come with her, and partly because she's scared because she knows something's out there and and guy's been attacked. But yeah, the it is just back. They seem to be walking an awful long time as well to get back yeah. to the yeah they do to the platform. Um, 
but yeah, he uh, yeah they they get back. And they find uh, him all slashed up, uh, and she's she talks to the security guard, and he's yeah he's horribly unhelpful. A real job's worth. His writing um, is really bad as well. His script really, really bad. He, who was who played him because he looked familiar as well. Yeah, he seemed like. I mean, a lot of these people are from the mid two thousands sort of mm-hmm. era. They've been maybe probably a lot. Of t- I know a guy who I think was in like Casualty or Holby City or something. Yeah. Um, I don't even see his credit. No, he must IMDb. have been given an actual character name, but I can't. I can't find it. So many of these credits are man. Girl, yeah. friend, friend, guy. woman, woman, <laughs> yeah, guy, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't remember. You, you, you probably, if you've seen sort of British TV in the mid two thousands, early, yeah, you'll have, you'll have probably seen most of the cast in various things. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So yeah, we get. Uh, so we get this this interchange uh, this exchange between Kate and the security guard. He's watching her on CCTV, and he's basically paranoid that it's some sort of setup for him to be like robbed or attacked. She's she's sort of saying, "Can you call an ambulance? Uh, this guy's hurt," and he's like, "Oh well, you know, you you could be a you could be a gang of crackheads. So prove it." So she basically drags his. At this point, he does die, doesn't he? And she basically drags yep. his lifeless body out onto the platform and goes, "See." Um, she doesn't have much effort dragging him. That's a, no. that's a, that's a big body, and she mm-hmm. is okay. Yeah, all, just dragging him across. At this point, we get uh, a shot of inside the security office and a pile of rats. Which it's his calling card. It happens a couple of times, doesn't it? It does. To the point yeah. where you think he's almost like a Pied Piper figure. <laughs> there's like a, a whole mess of rats just sort of turn up. Just if before you, Craig arrives. You see rats. Oh God, Craig's coming. <laughs> um, and this is the first time that we we actually get a, a shot of maybe what he is, or they get close. It's only sort of it's only the body, isn't it? It's yeah. his arms and his body, and he he cuts the he cuts the security guard's throat. Um, but we see, you know, his sort of arms and skin, and you know, the, there's it, it's the closest look we have at this point as to. What That's the, a huge deal. The what security, the creep like, is. More, more, impl- more staff are going to turn up to that office. Their mm-hmm. colleagues been butchered. Oh, that, yeah. that tube train, the driver's dead. That tube train is stationary now. I mean, still sat in, in the yeah, still sat in the tunnel. So that means nothing. No other trains can go. They're going to have to investigate. I thought very thoroughly about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're morning, right though. It does have an impact at the end. So the end is like Kate. You know, spoiler. She survives sitting on the what? platform. <laughs> Just as the sort of first commuters of the day are arriving yeah, on, and on the platform, um, but yeah, presumably the 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 workers would have been in and found all this yeah. first, and that station will be closed because there's a train. Oh, I didn't on even line think about that. A double murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they would have been into in, work yeah. and gone, Oh, we cannot open this. They'd have been I mean, in also as well. I mean, again, if you want to be really nitpicky, the stations close at night for cleaning, don't they? So there should be cleaners yeah. wandering around. Um, yeah, and there aren't. So, or well, now, I mean, I don't even think as well the twenty-four-hour uh, lines existed back then. Mm. Some of the lines, like the main lines, are now twenty-four hours. I don't think one of these. I think this was the Northern Jubilee or Northern line. 
Um, but yeah, I don't think they were about 24 hours back then. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so there's um, that's our security guard gone. Um, where do they where do they go next? Well, meanwhile, while this is happening, Jimmy has gone off. Oh, that's it. Um, to so well, actually, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Mandy, who has been left in their little cubby, and yeah. she's out of it on whatever their drug of choice is. Um, I think it's implied that it's heroin. Um, I think it is, yeah. She sort of comes to and is snatched. Yes. Um, yeah. So Jimmy just... goes back after he's, he's led Kate to the security guard and he goes off. Uh, and on the way, he, the, the dog turns up covered in blood and he runs off and he essentially finds a blood trail outside their little maintenance hatch leading off. And he has a big, like, Mandy, oh, no, not Mandy, sort of breakdown moment. Um, follows the blood trail down to the platform and then gives up. Yeah. We we, we have the, the yeah, exchange the big give up. The security guard. But, yeah, Jim, my, my notes is Jim gives up on, gives up on find, or gave up on finding his lass and did heroin about it. Um. But then suddenly he's back in action and fully compassment as Kate comes back to say, like, we need to try and get down the tunnel to the next platform. So that's yeah. what they uh that's what they do. Passing through and he's sort of on one like revenge mode and he gets uh pulled up by his head between the two train carriages and stabbed. I remember that in the trailer, that scene. Uh, Jimmy standing in between two train carriages and the hands coming down and grabbing him. Yeah, and again, I don't believe it's done as a jump scare with a... Bah! Oh, no. No, no, it's no. It's done very well. Like you, I don't think you would see that coming. Maybe. No. I mean, he's, um, and we sort of get the sense as well that Craig is freakishly strong. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Like, I mean, he literally picks the guy up by the head with two hands, but then holds him with one hand while he repeatedly stabs him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a is a feat of strength, or whatever he does. We don't actually see what happens. We don't we actually see, see. We see the marks on Jimmy's face. Yeah, but I think I think there are I think there are sounds that sort of would imply stabbing, um, and we know that he uses like knives and things from from the other kills and stuff. Yeah. Um, After this, we we pretty much get uh, Kate on the run from. Yeah. What she still doesn't know what this yeah she's, thing or she who still this has is. No idea. Um, she ends up in a, a tunnel that's full of like boxes, like archive boxes. Yeah, very odd. Very and paper odd. Paper records and stuff. I think I, it's not really it's not really implied how she gets there because in essence she was going from one train platform to another by walking yeah. down the tunnel, yeah. but she somehow detours and ends up in this sort of side tunnel, which I'm guessing is the fringes of Craig's little domain just with it being reckon, all these archive paper record boxes you reckon they I could be to do with they could be to, to do with that they could be to do with the medical facility mm -hmm. or what yeah okay okay i get that it, it, i mean i yeah anyway it's anybody's best guess really but that's what i took it to be that she's she sort of found a way into this medical facility research facility whatever you want to whatever you yeah. want to call it um well where she ends up in this archive room we get 
a brilliant jump scare. Mm-hmm. But again and again, very well utilized with no blaring audio. Because just his face, just yeah. there, just turns she the light off. Face to face with Craig the Creep. As do you, because the screen, as you're watching, uh-huh. uh, she's running hides, turns the... She has, is it a light or... No, it's a torch, right? Is it a torch? Torch, yeah. Turns the torch. torch off, sits down, screen is black, and suddenly there's Craig's face just in her <laughs> face. And it's very reminiscent of um, the, monster, the, the, the monsters, um, the sort of beasts on the descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I guess because he lives underground in pretty much near darkness... His vision has mutated. His, his his vision has become more adjusted to that environment. You know, the monsters from the descent. You know, I don't know if they were blind or they had excellent hearing. Yeah. Oh, you have. Pale. Oh, hello, hello. We've got. This is an extra hundred views right here. There We've we go. Wally's come to say hello. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Um. He yeah he gave me very reminiscent feelings of the monsters from the descent. The the bald mutated sort of head with. The odd little bit of hair on him. Yeah. He also gives that high-pitched scream every now and then. He does. Yeah. He's sort of emaciated. He does look very much like... Or maybe... Actually, tell you what he looks like is um, one of the Reapers from Blade 2. Um, wow. That's a pull. <laughs> uh, but yeah. very p- Pale skin. Next to no hair. Oh, yeah, he um, does. Without the big mouth opening. Yeah. Yeah sort of yeah not not hugely deformed no not at all really but like obviously very unhealthy there's sort of like a lot of scars and sores on him and and things as well but uh yeah uh, recognizably human i'd say you know oh yes. Not, yes 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 you're not looking at a monster per se in the in the same way as like you know the creatures from the descent or, or no the thing is um, when, where we go from here though is that he's basically kidnapped her now from his, he's grabbed her and taken it back to his lair yeah said lair though what is this area i mean it's like it's i don't know it, no. it's she can't even ask the question because this at this point she meets up with george, george, she george in, yeah she's in a cage the cages are sort of in water so they're suspended up to sort of their necks yeah in water and then there's like th- six cages it's like three either side of a gantry yeah it's like some and he, she asks what it is and he says it's just part of the sewer system it's like it's some sort of pump room or something um you've got to assume that the cages have i i took the cages to be sort of craig's addition though like, I I got really annoyed that she doesn't ask enough questions here to, no. to George. Like, how long have you been here? What's been happening? What's going on? Where? Like, she doesn't ask anything. She doesn't no. communicate at all with him. No, she doesn't. Um, she we also doesn't get a shot of um, Craig uh, cutting up someone's body and feeding some flesh to some rats. Mm-hmm. So keeps them alive. We never actually get the impression that he's a cannibal. No, he does bite. George. Yes. Um, in an attack later on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, a big body to feed to the rats. Yeah, he just I, uh, slivers off the, a little the, bit. There's no direct evidence for it, I agree. No. I would... You assume. 
assume, yeah, that he's he's storing people. He's cap. Why else is he capturing people? You know what I mean? It's a mm -hmm. it's a larder. I that's that was that was my take on it. Um. But yeah, th there's never any direct evidence that he's he's eating people. He's got this sort of like harpoon stick just to test if his if his victims in the cage are alive or not. Yeah, um, which was interesting because it was like, is he waiting for them to die before he just waiting for them to die before he's very polite, out? very polite. He's obviously <laughs> capable of killing people. Oh god, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at this point, he's already killed uh, Guy, Arthur, the driver, the driver, and um, the um, Jimmy, Jimmy, and the security guard. So that's five. You have to kill five yeah. people in the space of an hour or two, maybe. And presumably the woman from the beginning. Yes. So well, we well six. she's hung up. We find out in one of the corridors. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's hung so up. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So it is, but it's weird that he then yeah. Unless I suppose he's, he wasn't waiting for them to die and it, they just died when he was taking it out. But possibly, maybe he's just toying yeah. toying with his uh, prey. get to oh she's so been kidnapped we, she's in the cage we yes. got her, yeah she's in the cage just to just to step back for a minute according Ooh. to uh, railwaymoviedatabase.com oh um, yes yes do the uh, the deep level shelter used for document storage we see her running through is has been suggested uh, suggested it is bell size park um i know bell size park yeah so so there you go <laughs> that that is uh the good people at the British Railway Movie Database. You got that on that website you just sent me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Yes. Well, there's a lot. There's, there's, there's actually a lot. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, so they, they we got to the part. Yeah, she's captured. She's captured by Craig. And she meets George. Um, yeah. And they basically work out that the cages that they're in don't stretch all the way to the bottom so she can possibly pull herself like under mm. the cages and get out. So she manages to get out and stilettos Craig in the eye. So they, they, they have a little fight. I mean, the rest of the movie at this point is basically, there's a lot of like fighting him off and running away yep. and then fighting him off yep. again and running away. Um <clears throat> Until until the the end, essentially. Um, but first, so yeah, the medical they, facility. They're in the they're in the medical facility. We have a shot around the medical facility, and they see the these name tags and the feet yeah. and jars and um, Cot, the cots we and the cribs, the and... cots and the cribs. As we were saying earlier, it's it's not explained exactly what's going on here or what has been going on here, but it, you can infer that there it's some sort of secret research mm -hmm. medical. Mm -hmm facility of which craig was a part um so uh while while they're in there they find um mandy the the homeless lady on a, a, a operate operating table chair yeah. she's she's stretched she's strapped there legs wide um in a in a hospital gown and there's already a lot of blood that implies that she's been, um, you know, operated on, tortured, um, you know, a attacked her in some way. Um, 
We get uh, George's medical experience here where he pronounces her dead by wiggling her toes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, training uh, well paid for because she's in fact not dead. Um, But George and uh, and Kate sort of leg it at this point. Yeah. And we get Craig's attempt at surgery. Yeah, what what I took from this was that, again, we have to make our own interpretation of what has been, what has happened here in the past, and that he he pretends to be a surgeon. He goes there's through no, the motions. He, yeah, there's he, no he, running water in the tap. No, but he goes through the man of washing his hands. So it's he like he's seen gown this. on. Yeah, he puts rubber gloves on. Um, or attempts to put rubber gloves on, doesn't quite get yeah. one of them on. And it, just, it just, I like it. It, adds, it makes a really creepy image where he just sort of holds up these hands with like two fingers in one, on one side and it's all, yeah. He tries, bless him. He, he tries. tries. Yeah. Um, um, puts the scrubs on. Puts the scrubs on. And then, I mean, rams a giant bone saw up between her legs. Yes, we uh, don't see it. We, no. Thankfully, but um, that is yeah. definitely what happens. Um, he tries to gas her first, tries to like put her oh, out. Oh, yeah, it's again, not, it's yeah, not actually connected the, to anything, it's not connected to anything. But again, he goes through the sort of charade, the, the pantomime of yeah, of, of putting um, putting the, the gas and air, the mask to her face, and sort of stroking her hair, and um, yeah, in a sort of pantomime of putting her under, um. Yeah, again, there's no explanation as to what he thinks he's doing. Um, but, yeah, he, he sort of horribly violates her with a... That can't be a real medical tool. It's <laughs> it's like what? a six... Well, how, how big? It's like like a metre and a half of like, it looks like serrated knife. It's it looks ridiculous. like Jason's um, new weapon in Jason or, X. In or something from like Pyramid Head would be dragging around in Silent Hill. It's it's huge. Like it's this huge is um, I'm going to show you now. This is what a, a normal like bone saw looks like. Okay. I mean they're like relatively small sort of hacksaw size, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, here's one. I'm trying to find it. Um, it's got to be it's got to be like three foot long at least. It's massive. Yeah, it, it was huge. It's absolutely huge. Um, come on, there's got to be a shot here with him because he can sort of holds it up, like 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 he's wielding a sword. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that it's that sort of length, like sword length. Well, one thing I will say, I I actually think I think the best acting in this film is whoever's portraying Craig. He has Ooh. some great facial expressions and mannerisms, it, the way he acts. Like, it's Sean Harris. Um, I, who you will absolutely recognize from loads of stuff. He's in Mission Impossible. Uh, he plays sort of a horrible gun dealer, drug dealer character in Harry Brown. Uh, he's in a couple of the Mission Impossible films. Um yes i do recognize him yeah yeah he's in a whole bunch of stuff you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely know him um i thought he was fantastic i really did like his mannerisms the way he moves his head Mm. slant down his eyes roll around 
moves. Like it, it was, it was great. And he didn't yeah, say, he, is, he didn't, very he didn't have to say anything because it's it's silent as well. He doesn't have any dialogue, does he? Well, Ooh, he does, which we'll come does. to next after yes. he has violated and um, yeah, well, I just will leave it a violated. Mandy, um, he catches up with George and uh, Kate in yep. an abandoned station uh, where there's a control room which he has made his own. He's like a little bedroom. Yeah, so there's, um, lots of little, there's like a dirty mattress and lots of little, lot of dolls, yeah. lots of yeah, lots of dolls and. Like again, it's this sort of implication that babies and because just before this, he has a little. He looks at the jar, the row of pickled yeah. babies on the shelf, and he has <laughs> sort of babies. <laughs> he has oh. the raven-sized jars on this um, on this shelf, and he has like a little sort of moment of like remembering. Um. But yeah, they 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 find him in this bedroom, and they find a photograph of him, don't they? With with a, a doctor. Yes, there's a young, which looks like, I don't know if it is, is it Thomas Tur- Turgus, the guy from This Is England? Thomas um, Turgus? Ow, is it, it? it looked like him. Oh, I right, okay. Wrong. I don't... It looked like him as a young Craig. I might be wrong. Okay. I don't, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I can't I can't say one way or the other. Um, that'd be a, that'd be a, a, a top little nugget of trivia if it is. Um, but yeah, what were you? We, sorry, what were we alluding to about Craig? Does he speak or not? Is he silent? Mm-hmm. Um, before he actually violates Mandy, Mandy is then it's bothering me again with the writing. She's she's laying there basically crying and crying out, saying, "Please don't! Like, if you don't do it, I won't tell. If you let me go, I won't tell anyone." And I I, I hate that writer. I hate it because is he going to go? Is is this thing just going to be? Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll let you go. It, it doesn't. Yeah, would you? I'm, would I, I? Not that anyone would. Not either of us could either say what we would do in that experience because we don't know. No. I could forgive it a little bit more because mm. she's whacked out of her head on junk. Oh, that's true. Yes. Um. And well, that really is, you know, <laughs> one, one, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What there I'm we go. Yeah. But the second is, yeah, she's, she's off her head on Skag at the time. So yeah. it's like desperation, plea bargaining and not actually quite being fully sort of conscious and in charge of your faculties, I guess. Um, I think, I don't know. I think you would though, whether as futile as or whatever it might seem, in that situation or even outside of that situation looking at it i i think anybody would mm, sort of yeah, possibly try possibly. And, uh and do They're it very but... generic the line the lines that yeah. are being used um but the line she uses yeah uh i believe it is if you let me go i won't tell anyone and please help please stop please don't uh shouting for jimmy and she shouts specifically for jimmy, jimmy. Because back at Craig's little room, um, George manages to take him down. Yeah. Gives him what for in the face, punches oh, his face yeah. him. Pummels him completely, like and proper panels him. As Kate is about to finish him off with what looks like a crowbar, we see Craig uttering the, those words, those lines that Mandy was uttering. Yeah. At first, he does sound like he's just pleading. He's, yeah, don't hurt yeah. Me, please don't hurt me. Yeah. Um, and then he says and- the name Jimmy. 
and then yeah, and then it's apparent that he's just mocking or yeah. you know mimicking mimicking Mandy. Um, but that is his only line of dialogue, I think, isn't it? Mm. I don't think he says anything else. No, either before or after that, it is just um, which again I think adds to the creep factor. Um, you know that the only the only speech he delivers is is a mocking parody of one of his other victims. Yeah, I feel definitely. Like that's definitely. quite powerful. Yeah. What would it be like if um, Art the Clown spoke? Mm. The yeah. silence is can sometimes be more scarier than, than him speaking in, like Craig being like, I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah. There. I mean, again, there's no reason for him to speak as well. He's no. He's been down there his entire life, as far as we know. And, and a good portion of that hasn't been with any real human contact. So, you know... Apart from mim, it is literally just mimicking of the sounds. Yeah. Um, it shows obviously an a, a, an intelligence that he's use. Uh, you know, he recognizes that that was a plea for help yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But it is literally just mimicking the noises that one of his victims has made. Um, he can't. I'm. You know. I'm assuming he can't really speak English in the traditional sort of sense. Um, what does he then? Because Kate with this Kate. Um hesitates which then leads to george's death what is yes. it that's sticking out of the wall that craig impales george's head onto it um it's is it not one of his knives is it not that knife that he used on the thing it's a, some sort of serrated metal spike isn't it yeah it's, yeah i'm not entirely sure in short that there because there, it's the camera points at it earlier in that scene um and like really obviously foreshadowing that it's gonna come into play yeah. At some point. But again, it was I just sort of glanced away at that and I was like, oh, I, I can't, I don't know if it was already there or if it it, 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 it was stuck through the wall or something. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it, it's some sort of serrated random bit of metal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, straight into his head. Straight yes. into George. That is George gone. And I believe that Kate escapes while this is happening. Uh, she does, um, yeah. Back, and back again, on the there's, pursuit. There's a lot more running around in dark tunnels at this point. Yeah. Um, I like that Craig's kept the scrubs on. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. Um, um, so we kind of go to our final, um, I guess, final interaction between them two. Yeah. A little fight so, scene. I mean, yeah, this is the this is the final when he eventually catches up with her. This is the final showdown, and. They uh, they have a fight. It's just a brawl, yeah. isn't it? Really, they just they just have a straight a straightforward punch up. Um, In what looks like a sort of um, I don't, they look like archways supporting. It's a very open area. It's not like a tunnel. Yeah, no, it's not a tunnel. I mean, again, like you say, London. It's, oh. it's a city built on a city on a city on a city. You know what I mean? It's yeah 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 everything gets raised up over time old yeah, cellars yeah. and tunnels and yeah it, it's difficult to say exactly what it is but yes yeah. it is a, you're right it is a relatively open space um and he gets he's well craig gets his throat ripped out by some sort of chain hook combo very odd whatever it is but it's yeah. like it, it either let uh Pinhead was down there previously, or <laughs> yeah. this is some sort of like 
ship shipping related seller. It's it's weird. It's like an anchor, isn't it? It's like a ship's anchor or or something. Did they stop? Do do did older tube trains have like anchors and chains to stop them? That I don't know about. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is after Craig has been um, giving her a bunch of fives in the face a couple of times, yeah, knocking they, her down. They have a, like a proper a proper um, scrap. Kind of toying with his prey again. Mm. He, he seems to uh, recurring pattern of that throughout the film. Um, and she finds this, whatever it is, again, on the floor. Sitting in his neck. And yep. he's struggling to breathe, bleeding out. And uh, the chain itself is linked all the way up to a hook on the wall. Which is not far from a passageway to the next train line. Where she sees a train. She sees another a train just... Going past again, yep. there are tra- so there are trains. I I can believe that that there are trains do run in the night, maybe for certain. Um, they I mean, ferry trans- and transportation about yes. and things like that. You'd imagine so. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, so she sees this train, and um, she didn't do what I thought she was going to do, because she r- runs up to that. She sees a sign on the wall that states "Danger Live Track." Okay, so I I thought okay, well the implication here, you're gonna take the end of the train, and chuck it on the live track, electrocutes it. She doesn't do that. So the sign in in general, is completely meaningless. She's already the the implication actually is before that with the live train, the train going past because of what she ends up doing. Yeah, where she kicks off the uh, end of the chain off the wall, and uh, and then just to hook it around the other side of the track where the train mm-hmm. eventually comes along snags the cable and rips craig's throat out in the process so i mean it's like i say this was originally gonna be um sorry this i was about to say have you got the cat there he's causing trouble (laughs) um yeah this this scene was originally going to be an extended brawl underneath the train and the way that craig was finished off was he was essentially going to be sort of pushed up um as a train was passing uh, and, and he, he hits his head on a, you know, yeah, the undercarriage of the train. And as his, his head sort of knocked off. Um, so it's the reverse of speed one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Dennis Hopper <laughs> on top of the train. Exactly. Basically, he gets Denny. He was going to get Dennis Hopper, but underneath yes. the train instead of on top of it. Um, so... Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know the exact reason why I didn't do that. Um, I assume budgetary stuff. I guess this was like a compromise that they needed something sort of spectacular, but it does seem a little bit overly elaborate. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I mean, him getting finished off by a train, I suppose, would have been kind of fitting, but they could have just had him be run over by one. Um yeah, I mean, you, you, oh, there's a tail there. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. I love it. Absolutely, I love it. He's not normally in here when we record. <laughs> but I love he's been it. Let it in go. His box for hours. So I thought, you know what? I'll probably get away with it. Um, yeah, some sort of middle ground. Not not extended fight scene, but maybe the fight go actually goes towards where the train is. Mm. Um, and rather the train. Uh, hitting the cable then Rich's throat out at least have him hit by the train somehow yeah but just yeah. don't long it out as much I mean um, it wasn't terrible but it no, was, no, no, it was just like sort of endless uh, not endlessly just sort of 
overly elaborate, just like needlessly elaborate for for what ultimately is just. I mean, he, he already had the hook in his neck, so you you've kind of got to assume that he was dead anyway. But yeah. um, but that yeah. is that is it. Sort of, he is he is no more. He he's finished. Um, and Kate finds herself back at Charing Cross. Or oh, back at they got they they Somehow. rented that station out <laughs> on the night because I can't imagine it's easy for studios to I mean this is in this must be independent films filmed by it's funded by the National Lottery and UK Film Council and it didn't make that much money so there, there can't have been that much money involved in this film in general no but to rent to rent out to hire the space of Charing Cross Station it's pretty it's pretty it's not a major hub but it's a big station yeah. In the tubes, in tube sense, that can't have been cheap. They, so they must have one or two nights, maybe one night. Oh, that was much done. So, yeah. I mean, the tunnels they could have used sets and other tunnels, but you would have had to properly. They'd have to plan the whole film out. It's like we've got to do this scene, and we've got to do the end scene. We've got to get it all done, and then we can film everything else out outside mm-hmm. of the tube station. Because yeah, it all revolves around Charing Cross. Which I also quite like. It wasn't a really famous tube station. It wasn't, or we're at King's Cross Station or uh, Victoria, the, the more famous ones. Um, well, then, according to the Railway Movie Database, oh yeah, <laughs> most of the station work was carried out on disused Jubilee Line platforms at Charing Cross and the Aldwych branch. Um, disused. Yeah, so they were, but I mean, there still must have been closures or, or out of hours filming. Just, just for safety reasons, I would have thought having trains whizzing past. But apparently, um, at the time the film's released, the Times quoted the closed down, uh, the closed Down Street station on the Piccadilly line as being used as well. Um, but apparently, no filming was undertaken there because um, it was inaccessible to anyone other than contracted staff. Uh, well, the thing <laughs> is, the trains really play a minor role, and <laughs> the majority of the film used <laughs> the station areas and associated tunnels. <laughs> The concourse and cross packages at Charing Cross, the running tunnels, lift shafts and stairs at Oldwich. Um, yeah, I, I've been there. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Thing is, there is no Jubilee line at Charing Cross. Well, not anymore, according to this. Maybe that's what it means. I don't believe there ever was. Uh, well, in that case, the Railway Movie Database needs to be updated. <laughs> They've got their facts wrong. Um, who knows? Um, so, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I suppose that doing anything like that in, in London is going to be, going to be costly. Um, okay. I did, I, was, there was one, it was closed. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have, uh, so we, we have the end, um, the she, end. and she finds a way back at Charing Cross again, somehow. I mean, yeah, she spent all night running around in tunnel. I, I, it, it it's mad that she's popped up at exactly the same one. But, loop. Okay. Um, I'm willing to let it go. So she sort of plonks herself down um, on the platform uh, as our dog, Ray, turns up again. He's not dead, which is great. He hops onto her knee and she sort of laughs hysterically with relief and, you know, yeah. just sort of a, a, an outpouring of emotion. Um, very sort of reminiscent of how Mandy the homeless girl looked as well with the dog uh, earlier in the film as the first sort of commuters of the day come out onto the platform and that's it scene 
Yeah, I, I actually really quite like the scene, the, the way it's shot of. It's kind of mirror. It's kind of mirroring the beginning where she she encounters so many homeless people. She kind of treats the first one a bit shit at the uh, ATM machine. And the guy asks for spare change, and she's like, only gives out cash. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Mm. And then she encounters obviously Mandy and um, eventually Mandy Jimmy. and Jimmy. Yeah. And it's kind of come full circle to her being mm-hmm. what looks like the homeless person. Whereas she'll be fine. Yeah. She'll go outside. She'll be able to. I mean, she can just go home. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she doesn't have to stay there. <laughs> um, I mean, because she's essentially just having a breather. But yeah. Well, she's got a lot of questions to answer after this. She's going to be questioned to hell by the I police mean, after this. Yeah. Um, and we get the, the good shot of very quiet and suddenly you hear footsteps and businessmen just start walking in so we know it's the morning we mm-hmm. know it's the first trains coming in and one of them gives her a little bit of change and oh, it comes yeah. full circle back round to mm-hmm. her interacting with homeless people um and that's it and you know what this film clocks in at a nice 85 minutes oh okay that's nice because I, I, I'll be honest this, I didn't feel bored no it cl- it's a good it cl- pacing it does. I was going to say this exactly. Yeah, it does. It clips along. It's a nice, tight story. It, it gets straight into it. And like I say, there's a little bit of repetition with running around in dark tunnels, but that's the setting of the film. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a, it's a nice, solid, tight little story that does it. It, it, it just, it, there's no fluff. It just does its thing. It goes through. Um, and yeah, no, it's not, it's not boring. Um, there are, there's enough sort of gore and some it's decently creepy as well i'd say um i'm a fan i like it i think it's a good it's a good movie it's a good watch yeah i agree that it does to me it does have its issues it does have a few problems mm-hmm. writing's not great here and there no. um i do I, I believe craig i i um i'm coming back around to craig the, you know, when you're a bit younger, like I said, the name Craig, oh, scary. <laughs> but in the context, if well, in the context of who he is, which you have to use your imagination for because there's uh-huh. no explanation. Um, I understand He's, he was just a kid. It's called Craig. Okay, that's fine. Not every scary monster has to be called the bloodthirsty demon of Charing the mur- Cross. The you know. Yeah, <laughs> killer like, troll. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, right? In the end, it doesn't matter in the end. And I really no, like. I mean, Ray. honestly, arguably, Freddy, Jason, exactly. Michael aren't yeah. frightening names. Um, I like. I like Craig. I think Craig works uh, yeah. he, as him. Uh, um, it's weird. It is weird how we both and your partner we thought the same thing about the background yeah. of Craig's origin. Yeah, definitely. Very strange. Um, just a little bit extra on that, or sort of related to that. So the photo that um, they find of of Craig and his, you know, doctor, father, yeah, whatever, uh, carer, whatever you want to call him. Um, originally, that photo had the other children, three other children in it as well. So okay, we see we get a brief. It went in that. Um, Scene in that scene in the hospital room or whatever, we get us shots of a couple of other name tags on beds, don't we? Yes. Um, so the photo was going to have all four of the children, um, but apparently test audiences took that as uh, an indicator that there would be more Craigs, more creatures. Oh. 
So they sort of like left, you know, in in sort of answering the questionnaire after after the fact, they were all like, "So there's more of them, right? Then he's not the only one." And they were like, uh, "That would make actually, sense." Yeah, he is the only one. Um, so they digitally removed the other three children from that photo, um, so it's not misleading. However, they would have had some sequel bait there uh, if they if they could have kept it in. Um, they would, but then where? How do you do that because I mean, of? Yeah, because of what we said about how, okay, what happens the next day? Yeah, with the tray, the, the tube in general. What happens uh -huh. the next day? Craig, Craig's body, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, um, disbelief. I know we're yeah. not, we're not, we're not huge fans of sequels for sequels' sake, generally. Anyway, exactly. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying they missed the, they, they needed to make a sequel to this, but it's just quite surprising that an opportunity an obvious opportunity for sequels there was missed yeah um or you know even if one never materialized they could have hinted at it um but i guess they didn't want to so that's why they they removed that um ambiguity or that ambiguity or that misleading notion of there being others um two questions in um which i think i know the first one recommendation i, uh, I, yeah, I, I would i definitely recommend this 100%. Yeah, I think I would. Um, second one, I was thinking about this the other day. I think, you, you look on IMDb, they've got the ratings. I think this one has like a 5.8 out of 10. Okay, or something like that. Now, those ratings are normally done by user ratings, so that's how you get the average, right? Like the 0. 0.8. Yeah. And what, like you, you, I can't just say, oh, actually, uh, this film was a 5.7, because 5. why do 6, I... 5.6, correctly. Okay. Because like what what makes me decide it's point seven and not point six? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, so I would say let's try and do let's do like an, a school grading for this. What okay. would you give this film Creep two thousand four? I'd say C plus. C C plus. I think that's fair. I think C, that's C fair. plus. Yeah, I'm gonna go with C. But yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Has its pros and cons, but it's what well, it's perfectly watchable and perfectly yeah enjoyable for the most. Solid part. C. It's a pass. It's a <laughs> pass. It's a pass. It's not, it's not winning any awards, but it's no. a pass. No. Um, it's a fairly unique setting. I think it's fair to say, as we discussed at the beginning, there's not. I think that's what props it up for me. The setting. Yeah. Uh huh. It's it's a good British film as well. Yes. You know, Slash like you German. say, you put him. Slash German, I think. I think it was even put oh, yeah, yeah, okay. by I mean, a German company. The setting, yeah, yeah, I was setting. thinking of the setting more, uh, though. Agreed. Because, Agreed. Um, like you say, you, you can find uh, that extra sort of uh, element of being able to relate to it because of the subject matter and, you know, knowing mm. that, you know, the tube being something that you're familiar with. And, um, so I think that adds that that gives it an extra horror element as a as a Brit it taking place in Britain in something distinctly British as the London Underground. Um, I mean, I'm using the tube tomorrow. Yeah. I'm using it tomorrow. I'm not going to Charing Cross, but I'm using it tomorrow. <laughs> and ever since, I've always thought I'd love to go down there. I'd love to go see what's down yeah. there or down there. Just uh, urban explore them. Mm -hmm. I want to find my own Craig. Yeah, I think if you've not if you've not seen it, I think I would I definitely recommend it. It's worth a watch. Like you say, it's not it's not an overly long film. 
Um, the story is pretty simple. You, you'll you can you can whack it on, and if you if you don't like it, you never you know what I mean. It's it's not a huge chunk of your life. <laughs> it's um, but there's some you know Sean Harris's Craig is a really good performance. Uh, yeah, um, I really like it. It's nice, and gory, um, and not the happiest of endings, really. I mean, she she gets away, but very distraught. It's, it's not that sort of you know sort of all nice and tidy, and she's into it's the not. arms of a loved one or the ambulance, and you know she's she's kind of definitely through the ringer by the end of it. And, um, have yeah. you have you? One last thing. I've only just seen this now. There was an online 3D game made to promote the film. Oh, really? Cre I did not know this. The Last Tube. There's a 2005 online 3D shockwave horror game made to promote the film and was produced by Jail Dog. Nearly 14 years after the game went down, the website known as The Lost Media, which I have now, Meet Wiki, conducted a search for the game. Bew Chesluck, a developer for the game, was eventually contacted and after some searching, he was able to locate the game files and send them to the cracks overhead. The game has since been uploaded to archive.org. Um, I've got, if you look at this, I found it here. If you look at this. Look at the, so the game, there's a link uh, under availability where you can get it. And if you scroll all the way down, look at the, the screenshots. Uh-huh. It looks like it's done in like the Half-Life um, engine. It looks yeah. like Half-Life. It does look a lot. It does look a lot like Half Life. Um, that's kind. Of, that's cool. Yeah. I'm. I'm really intrigued to try it out. To see if I can get it running. See if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'll report should. back next time. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, that's that's great. You don't get stuff like this anymore. I remember there being there. There was a. Um, there was a little zombie horde shooter thing for the Dawn of the Dead remake as well. Really? Yeah. Oh I wow! Old flash game there for. Um, well, you you basically just you know, mouse move the mouse shooter, the zombies climbing over fences and jumping at you. Um, There's not enough viral marketing like this. You don't know there isn't. Cloverfield had a good one. I remember Cloverfield had a good one. Weirdly, I was watching a YouTube um, thingy a video about the Cloverfield series yesterday, and it was going through the, some of the viral marketing for the mm. uh, for the f various films. Yeah, lots of fake websites set up for in yeah in uh, in world in universe products and such. Yeah, Same yeah, you with, just don't um, get that anymore. Paranormal activities, they had a lot of uh, the trailers were, were not in the film. They mm. were footage just made for trailers. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. More okay. Effort, um, needed, filmmakers. Creep 2004, not Creep 2014, or Creep 2017, yeah. or TLC's Creep, or Radiohead's Creep, or Kelly Clarkson's Creep. <laughs> um, it's a recommendation from us. Go check it out if you haven't. Or I would have thought you would have done if you've listened to this whole podcast now. Um, yeah good good pick good pick there sir um Thank you. one more for the end of the month is our penultimate episode on monsters of universal we are looking at phantom of the opera phantom of the opera yes yes uh, looking forward to that i've never seen it no i've, I've never seen, seen it. bits of the uh michael crawford show oh, okay the frank the frank spencer show 
Um, but yeah, never, never seen it. I'm, I'm... No, I have not. And again, it's one of the things like I feel like I know the story like enough, but I've, but I, but do I? Because I've never seen it. So you know what I mean. It'd be good to actually find mm. out exactly what it is. I'm intrigued to see how it fits in with a horror aspect like mm. the other monsters monster films do. But um, yeah. We shall see next time. Yes, so uh, wait for that. Check this out. Check all past content out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts for now. That will be changing. Remember, folks, check that out if you listen on Google Podcasts. Have to listen elsewhere. Uh, Amazon, Podbean, YouTube, Samsung Podcasts, and TuneIn plus Amazon Echo slash Alexa. I think I got all that. All by searching the Dreadcast and on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok by searching the underscore Dreadcast. You can email us at thedreadcastpodcast.gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you for, uh, you know, films you like, recommendations, you know, comments, compliments. Share with your family and friends. And, uh, yeah, it'd be great to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, I do believe that's all business taken care of. I think so. So until next time, guys, everyone, stay safe. Thank you for watching, listening, however you're viewing this fine content. And we shall see you at the opera next time. We shall see you at the opera. (laughs) Is that the opera? It's it's Martin from The Simpsons. (laughs) Where he's the phantom. He's like... (laughs) 